Hello everybody and welcome to the What's On podcast. This is episode 9 and my name is Zachary. My name is Matt. Yep, we have someone new today and today we're going to be talking about um, a bit of gaming. So we're going to be talking about FIFA, we're going to be talking about YouTubers, we're going to be talking about esports uh, and just going back and forth on the subject. So as normal we're just going to go into a bit of news from the past week and see if anything interesting is happening. So this week the BAFTA nominations came in, so like British Cam- uh, Academy Film Awards, uh, and I just wanted to focus on like the best films of the year because they seem pretty close, and there's a couple that seem interesting because it seems recent because they were 1917, which you know you and Ryan want to yeah. watch really badly. It does look like it does look very good. Remind me what it's about again. It's um, it's World War One. Mm. It's essentially they're going on a mission. The mission is. Tell the tell this group they're going on an attack, but they're going straight into a trap. Mm. If they get if they make it to them, they stop the mission. They stop them being slaughtered. Yeah. If they don't, they're in trouble. It, they're walking into a trap. Yeah. Because apparently it's meant, to, or at least most of it's been in one take or something yeah, like that. It's, it's meant to be filmed. All, I, I saw a I saw a video on it a while ago. And they were saying how they filmed it. It was all one continuous take, so every scene just kept on rolling. Yeah. So they just it was that's that that's done. It's pretty sweet, and I think it came out a couple of days ago here. Yeah, I think so. I still I haven't been to see it yet, but it's something I want to go see. Yeah. I know it's had a like a, a critic. Uh, I think it was released like last month because the Golden Globes it won like two awards yeah. for it, and it was just like we only saw the trailer <laughs> for it when we went and saw like Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. So it's pretty quick come out but um, apparently it's decent it's already winning awards so that'll be interesting to see another one that's been uh, nominated is The Irishman which is one of Scorsese's which has gone on Netflix yeah it's, it's net- Netflix is it Netflix exclusive yeah it's, um, it looks interesting I haven't seen it yet mm. but it's got from what I've heard it's got good reviews yeah it seems like classic Scorsese as well yeah. but the only uh, I think me and Ryan spoke about it sometime when we were talking about gangster films, but it's it's like it's three and a half hours long or three three hours and a bit, and it's just like oh. yeah, films are starting to get some some films are starting to get to that length, and it gets to that point where it's quite a commitment to go oh we'll watch this, but mm. oh hold on, it's three hours long, mm. it's a bit is that. A- Especially with Netflix, because like Netflix is the epitome of binge watching, like hour by hour, as opposed to a sit through. I think um, I read into. I don't know how factually accurate it is, because obviously only the filmmakers will know. But Rise of Skywalker was two hours twenty two, I think it was. But apparently there was forty minutes or so that was cut out of it. So it's. I think that's why it felt a bit like compacted. Like shot for them, released an uncut edition. Oh yeah, like what was what was the other one? Is it? Justice League that everyone was calling for the Snyder Cut of it. It was something like that. Anyway, um, the other one was, which I'm very not surprised, well, I'm very not surprised about, was Joker. Yeah. Not surprised about that at all. Me and uh, and Ryan had the whole thing about it, but what did you think about it? Like, you enjoy it as well? Um, Yeah, I enjoyed the Joker. However, the thing that annoys me the most about it is making the sequel. Yeah, not, not a fan of that, really. No, um, I, I think the, it ended perfectly. However, why they're making a sequel blows my mind. But you know, that is what it is. Yeah, it is by popularity into that. It's <laughs> like it was so. It's become so big that it's like oh, it's got to have a sequel. But the film by itself just is such an amazing job. Yeah. It should have just stood by itself. It should. Another one is 
Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which is Tarantino's recent film with DiCaprio and um, Damon. I've not seen it myself, no, and I don't either. know a huge amount about it. No. It's Tarantino, it's had good reviews. I imagine it's good. It's got big names. Yeah, so I imagine it's decent, uh, but I've not actually had a chance to check it out myself. And the final one is a foreign film called Parasite, which I've heard a lot of good things about, and... I'm actually really glad that a foreign film's made into the best films because mm. I would thought they're the ones they cut out first. Yeah, it's not not something you ever think about really foreign films because mm. they have their own category, don't they? Yeah, so you they think... do. See, see, people just don't class them like, for example, Bollywood. Mm. So, I'm I'm got I've heard very good things about it. It's just I'm surprised and happy that it's actually made it yeah. into such a big. But the top category. It's a, it's a change. I think uh, it won an award at somewhere, and the director or the writer said something like, "I'm glad that people can get past the one-inch subtitle limit so that stops <laughs> people watching them," which is true, isn't it? Yeah, sub subtitled films is, is something people go, "Oh, it's a subtitle film," straight, puts yeah. you off straight away. Yeah. However, however, I remember watching them. Um, is it Downfall? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Downfall. Um, I remember watching that and I didn't have a problem with that because I like that material mm. quite into the whole World War Two films. Yeah. Downfall being the like last days of Hitler's yeah, it and was, it's all in Hitler German. Was, yeah, it was all in German in Hitler's bunker. Most people will perhaps know it from the infamous Hitler meme yeah. where people have changed the subtitles when he's in the bunker. Yeah, uh, That's probably where most people know it. Uh, I've been meaning to watch that for a while actually, but never got yeah. around to it. It's a good film, mm. but... It's one of those films where you, you kind of have to be interested in the area yeah. to yeah. watch it. One thing I was wondering to do with is opinion on critics versus po uh, popular opinion because this is due to like 1917. It's been out two days and it's already winning awards, but like the public has not seen it. So because there's a lot of, I think over the last year, there's been a lot to do with critic opinion and audience opinion where people have got, where critics, where a film or TV show has apparently been rubbish but that's because it's critics judging it and audience opinion has been through the roof. Yeah, I I go off judging films how by what I hear from people I personally, in my opinion, I, from people I know, people who have never seen the film or series or whatever, I don't automatically go or what the critics said. Or yeah, what what's Rotten Tomatoes yeah. or what's IMDb or... Yeah, I tend to just avoid... Well, not avoid, but mm. not bother with what they say. Because yeah. it sometimes can be inaccurate. Yeah. Bit of gaming, the PS, PS5 logo has been announced, which is basically the same logo yeah. as it's ever been, just with a number changed. Yeah. <laughs> not surprising. Not a shock. Uh, but Sony... Apparently has confirmed that the PS5 will be released at the end of this year, which again I'm not surprised about because Xbox has already been announced to the Xbox Series X, which the whole thing's been <laughs> been shown at the Game Awards uh, a few weeks ago. So not surprised. Quite unexpectedly as well. Yeah, I didn't think I thought it would be like their own event that they would announce their own console at. It was a bit of a shock. Mm. I was like, oh, they've released. They've announced a new Xbox, not mm. made their own event, and made a massive, yeah. huge deal out of their own the being it their it being their own thing. Yeah, well, PS Five, like it's going to come out at the end of the year. They've not released much spec, but it's just no. like people who've got a PlayStation, they're going to buy the next one anyway, aren't they? Yeah, you you, t you tend to think that, but personally, I I always stuck with PlayStation. However, 
my PlayStation 4 was worse for wear. Mm. And at that point in time, I went out and bought an Xbox One mm. S because it was the best console for the money I had yeah. at that point in time. I didn't want to spend that other extra 150 quid getting a PS4 Pro. But then saying if... If the next, if the two of them came out in December, they're both the same price. Which would you go towards? Um, I don't know. To be honest, it's a mm. it's a tough question because I've always sided with PlayStation. Mm. But the last PlayStation Four, granted, I bought it on in the same month it was released. Yeah, it hasn't. Well, I suppose I suppose you could say it has lasted because. Yeah. How long is a PlayStation supposed to last? It's last. I mean, time. it's done a long time. I think PS4's been around for a good five or six years now, hasn't it? Maybe longer. Yeah. So. But it's it's not. It still works. It works fine. Yeah. It just sounds like like you like you said before, a plane's taking yeah. off and it's pretty unbearable. Mm. But, but yeah. do you remember PS5 is gonna not sound like that yeah. when you buy it new? Well, but, but yeah, um, I, don't, uh, I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm I, I honest, I'm honestly am more interested in which titles are exclusive or not yeah. exclusive to the respective game consoles. Like I found the PlayStation exclusives to be more interesting than the Xbox. None of which I've even seen that interested me at all. So that's yeah. what interests me more than computing power or memory or anything like that. I probably probably will will end up siding with the PlayStation. But <laughs> you, you never know. Yeah. Another one coming through is that The Matrix 4 has started to get in... Did you, first of all, did you know that Matrix 4 is coming out? I did not. So, Matrix 4 is coming out next... You don't look impressed. Mm. Uh, it's coming out next May or April. But something hilarious that you probably didn't know is that Matrix 4 and John Wick 4 are coming out on the same day. Oh, what? <laughs> it's literally Keanu versus Keanu. <laughs> Um, but that started getting some casting details. They already knew. They'd already announced that, like, uh, obviously Keanu is coming back. The I can't remember the actress's name who plays Trinity. She's coming back. Uh, but apparently they're casting a young Morpheus. So I don't really know. They've not released any story details, so I don't know. But they've also um, cast Neil Patrick Harris, who oh, from yeah. How You Met Your Mother yeah, or or a series of unfortunate events. If you've seen the Netflix series, I think. I imagine he probably is a villain, to be honest, because of... Yeah. Because I watched a series of unfortunate events because I read the books, and, and he did a good job of that, so I could see him as being some sort of... I don't know if they'll stick with the agents stuff, but I could see him doing that. Uh, maybe, maybe, because, you know, he, he did love his suits in How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> <laughs> Frozen 2 has become the highest grossing animated film at all time. Not really surprised, to be honest. No, not surprised, but... Lucifer, the TV series, I know that's been quite popular because of being brought onto Netflix. The last season's coming out this year, yeah. and apparently they've cast a man named Dennis Heisbert. I don't know the actor personally. He's been in a show called 24, and a show I know, but I've never seen as God. So God's appearing in the show. Interesting. Mm, so I think he's been mentioned throughout the four seasons, but I never really thought they would actually bring him on. I thought it was a possibility, no. but... I think that'll be interesting. I think it's because it's the last season, so they thought, yeah. why not go big? Finish it with a bang. <laughs> the Witcher 3, so The Witcher Netflix series, we've talked about that quite a bit over these last few episodes, but uh, that's obviously still on Netflix, still building hype of people watching it, but it's also built hype for the games, yeah. and on Steam it reached 100,000 concurrent players Jeez. on The Witcher 3, 
which I thought was very impressive. I'm really glad because it's my favourite game, so glad he got its some attention towards it. Uh, and then final point was the Golden Globes. We mentioned it earlier, but there was a speech made by Ricky Gervais, a UK comedian, uh, who basically lambasted uh, Hollywood to pieces. Uh, See the look on some of the actors' faces yeah. when he was making the speech. He's, he says about so many parts of the industry, but like a main one was he started out with not using the platform as a, a means to stage a political speech or share views on culture or politics or anything like that. Which I agree with. Like it's you don't need to take yeah. that you don't need to take that opportunity to like put your like you can share your views on your own personal social media, but it's like it's I think it's a space to enjoy works people have done and not a space to social social media fine because that's your personal opinion yeah, personal yeah. space but on that kind of platform i would say no because it's nothing to do with that yeah that's not the time and place it's just awarding for people's work both the actors as well as the entire film studio because yeah. obviously in a film in a tv series it's not just an actor or actress yeah. it's an entire a company who's put together great designers, great directors, great writers, and then the actors are like the final piece to it. So I think they just should just focus on the people in that and not use it as a platform for that sort of stuff. Not, not the time for politics. Yeah. So that's everything I saw in this week's news. Um, so we're going to go on to uh, a bit of gaming. So you play tons of FIFA, know that. So I thought. An interesting wow. one would be to talk about that as well as going into specific interesting topics to do with that, such as microtransactions to do with paying to win, basically, and esports and YouTubers who have found success from this game. Because mm. uh, even though FIFA by itself, people may just think it was a, just a football game, which it is, but the far-reaching effects it's had over these last five years, even longer. A massive springboard for some people. Yeah, so people who, I don't suppose there'll be anyone who doesn't know, but FIFA's a, a console game, I think it's also on PC, yeah, where on, you just... It's on PC, it's on um, the Switch as well, I believe now. Probably. I believe it is. And it's just, you play football or soccer, like you play either, you just play as teams, play against each other. Everyone knows what it is. Um, FIFA's FIFA, people yeah. know what FIFA is. So, I wanted to start off with... Why is FIFA the big name? Why is it not this PES, which people may not be as familiar with? Well, FIFA and PES is a long-standing thing. Pro Evolution Soccer, that's PES. Um, yeah, it's made, I think it's made by Konami. Is it Konami? It's made by so. PES. Um, PES has this nasty cycle each year where it gets released. The, the PES demo always comes out first. Then the FIFA demo always comes out. Then PES comes out, the full game. Then FIFA comes out. Mm. And at the start, people always go, oh, PES looks great this year. Mm. The the graphics look amazing. Oh, it looks great this year. It could rival FIFA this year. Mm. And it gets a lot of hype at the start. And then every single year, after, a, after about a month, that's it. People have forgotten mm. about it. And FIFA comes out, and that's it. No one mm. touches it again. And it happens every single year. How can people go more towards FIFA than PES then? I choose personally. I go for FIFA over PES because licensing mm. is a massive issue. Which means 
basically they have the rights to use the team names or the correct team names. Um, some stadiums, some official leagues. When I say leagues, I mean the graphics for the leagues, the name, the correct name for the leagues, the sponsorship deals. So they can actually use like Premier League yeah. or um, Bundesliga yeah. or something like that. Which actually does become a problem in some YouTube videos because mm. some YouTubers I watch tend to get copyright strikes when they let when by the official leagues when they put those put those in the videos or the thumbnails, yeah. Well, so they have to edit them out mm. because they get copyright strikes from it, which is ridiculous. But mm. you know, anyway, back onto the subject. It's. I mean, you've told me a couple of interesting licenses. One where they've where FIFA's had the players and the stadium, but not the team name, or yeah. or, or the reverse where they've had to change the entire. Yeah. They've this, got the team, but they have to change all the team players' names. This this year through this year, Pez have got the exclusive rights to use Juventus. Um, well, when I say exclusive rights, they've got exclusive rights f- to the name and the badge and the stadium and the kits. Yep. FIFA are, are still able to use the players because they already have their face scans in the game. Yep. And their names in the game. They can't. They, they don't have to take them away. But however, this year FIFA have had to make a new name for Juventus. They call. I think they call it Piemonte Calcio or something like that. They had to change the badge, they made a new badge up, and just made it similar to one of the old Juventus badges. They also had to make new kits up. Yep. Also, in last year's FIFA, FIFA 19, Juventus' stadium was in the game. Yep. And they've had to take remove that from the game now, so they can't use that anymore. They have to use one of the generic stadiums that's already in FIFA, which is a bit, bit of an annoyance. Yeah. But people, again... It's one major team that hasn't got its name and badge and kits in it. Yeah. Whilst Pez has loads of major teams that don't have don't have the names, badges and kits in. Mm. People just don't want to play that. Like I, I don't want to play that. I don't so, want to play. So it's more to do with being able to see your team or seeing being able to see a more variety of yeah. real life teams than just yeah. generic stuff. Because I know you've shown me a couple of times that the graphics in Pez seem to be superior to yeah. FIFA. Yeah. I don't know about the gameplay there mechanics, is, but there is there is a case for that. The Pez, Pez graphics are probably, in some cases, better. Um, game mechanics wise, I'm not too sure. But that's just because I could just be so used to playing FIFA. Yeah. I just don't like the Pez mechanics. Some people, there are people out there who do prefer Pez, but yeah, well, it's not you'd, you'd say well, you'd say they're the minority. They're, they're the vast minority. Mm. So. FIFA's been going on for donkey's years, 10 plus years. Like, what's changed? Like, um, obviously, the graphics, you could say. But. The graphics, um, in terms of progression, there's, there's many things. A couple of years ago, they introduced women into FIFA. Mm. Oh, yeah, the women teams. Yeah, the women league. However, they only introduced the international team, which I thought was a bit half. Mm. I imagine it was just like an easy introduction and over the next few years potentially like the actual leagues or... My, my issue with it is they've introduced the countries mm. that's all That's all well and good it's a good it's a good progression yeah. but they've not started they've, that was about three three games ago and ever since then they've not started to introduce the actual women's teams which I find today's day and age I find quite bad really for the mm. rise of women's football because they just had the women's had the women's World Cup, which was hugely, po- which was hugely popular compared to the last, last tournament. The viewing figures were 
quite high. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't know because I feel I feel like there is quite a lot of more call for it. Mm. Is this they started off well, but they could do with introducing a few that actual club teams. Yeah. They also a few years ago introduced something called the journey into FIFA, which is another mode mm. where you start off as this Alex Hunter, and you go through. It's basically like player career mode, but fixed. Because there's traditional like play styles is you just do a quick match, which is just you and your mates or you and the yeah. computer. Ultimate team is where you like build your own team and go through leagues and career mode where you basically act as a manager or a player and go through a simulated version of a person's career, isn't it? Yeah, the the introduction of Ultimate Team has been absolutely massive mm. for the game. Was it never was it once upon a time not a thing? It's slowly become more and more popular at the point today where Ultimate Team is by far the biggest game mode in, in FIFA. Mm. Um, the It's hugely popular, even with professional footballers, you see them playing Ultimate Team, you yeah. see them posting their teams on social media and stuff. Yeah. Um, personally, it's not for me. Mm. I can't stand it. <laughs> I hate it. In fact, I hate how arcadey it is compared to career mode. I hate how people, I hate how people obsessed with it. Mm. And I hate how it gets people obsessed with it. For example, all people care about is, oh, what's the team of the year this year? Because it just got released, I think it was yesterday or the day before. Yeah. Which is another subject in itself. Mm. We'll, we'll, we'll get to microtransactions. Yeah. We'll get to that. I don't know. Ultimate teams caused a lot of mm. a lot of debate, shall we say, in, yeah. the, in the FIFA community. I'll... I mean, I know... I would say that you're probably in the minority in this regard, um, in terms yeah. of probably the majority of people find Ultimate Team the main, as you say, the yeah. main oh, oh gosh, yeah, thing of their game. Um, I, I would say definitely, and definitely gets more of the focus by FIFA itself because of the monetary value of mm. Ultimate Team and the focus on that. Uh, but before we go into onto, onto that, I just wanted to go into a couple of points of. People are buying the same game year after year, basically, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. There is slight variations, such as uh, slight gameplay mechanics, possibly, or it's... flags getting attached to the ground. <laughs> yeah, as, as a FIFA player, you get asked the question a lot, why do you buy it year after year? It's the same game. The answer to the question is, essentially, it's not the same. Mm. If you play if you play the game yourself, and you play it for years like myself, you know that the game is actually different. To me, there is a difference. Mm. I think I would say the thing that drags people in is to buy it year after year. You get the latest squads, mm. you play the transfers, new kits, mm. new stadiums. I mean, one of the biggest reasons I saw was being part of the online community because if you stay yeah. with an older <laughs> version, everyone's moved on to the new. Uh, new online, oh, yeah. so everyone's playing 2020 now. And if you're still in 2019, there's obviously people still playing that, but yeah. it's not the new thing, it's not where people are as much anymore. Eventually, after a couple of years, they do sh- shut the service down for it as well mm. because the majority of people buy FIFA to play Ultimate Team. Mm. Like when you go to a shop, and if you want to go buy FIFA, they try and sell you FIFA points, the shop will try to sell you FIFA points. Yeah. Um, it's just another point of where they can get. It's like the same with uh, when game, like when you buy a game, they try to get you to get insurance. I know it's not exactly the same thing because yeah. one's 
extra an extra revenue source for a, a corporation and one's basically insurance so they're definitely different but it's just another way for them to generate income into it yeah uh, just one's got worse has a negative perception for good reason because of how how worthless it is basically yeah what do you think of the fact that there's no because i think the with the fifa there's it's not it's not a it's it's a game it's obviously a game but it's not a story it's just it's like an arcade game isn't it you just yeah. you can play and play and play and play and there's no point of completion it's just continuous improvement or yeah. try 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 again with a different version like like uh, Mortal Kombat it's just trying again but with a different character it's doing a different team but uh, there's no point of yeah. no, there's, there's, in a way there's not I suppose you're right there isn't technically in career mode there is because mm. you get to I can't remember how many years it is I think it's 30 seasons you put, if you play for, I've never done it myself mm. but if you play 30 seasons into career mode that's it it kicks you off you just you retire as a manager so to say but then you would start again with the new player it. potential yeah and that's it, you just start again. Yeah. So you get to a certain point, you get to a certain year, and that's it. You can't go any further in that in that time. Mm-hmm. You have to start a new save. Um, which leads me to another point. This, the, the amount of saves, you, different saves you can have is kind of annoying. Or takes up your memory space on your PS4 um, or no, console. It's, it's not that. Last year, they've actually sorted it out this year. But last year in FIFA... Okay, so so in FIFA eighteen you could have ten, you could have ten different career mode saves. But in FIFA nineteen they downgraded that to four. Does that mean you can only have like four, like four players that you're trying to take forward into your game? Or no, um, by by that I mean you can only have four different career modes. Say you say you had one with I don't know United, one with City, one with Liverpool, one with Chelsea. That's it. You can't have any more. Mm. Um, which I think is pretty pathetic when the year before you could have 10 why, why would they take those 6 slots away I mean potentially take away to focus on other stuff but probably ultimate team <laughs> but uh... yeah but then this year they've upped it back up to 8 I think it is mm. so again why not just put it back up to 10 what what what's happening there it's probably just game I don't uh, can't know unless like actually reading into and speaking to someone it but... just it it just seems mad. They're making all these improvements to Ultimate Team, making, but yet they can't get the fundamental basics right. If Prime Mode, in fact, they're going backwards. <laughs> What's that about? Granted, I know it's not the most popular game mode, mm. but there's no need to neglect it and make it worse. It's that is the point, though, isn't it? It's not. It's not. I think a good point to get onto monetary incentives to do with. Ultimate Team has coins and it has FIFA points in which yeah. you purchase players, you purchase um, attribute cards, I think they are. You are able to spend real money and acquire things within the game. Career mode, on the other hand, is just a personal playing experience. Yeah. And I think that is the reason why there is, if you like, because obviously you play it a lot, you see neglect in, in it compared to what it's done previously. But it's probably because the focus is more on Ultimate Team because yeah. it's, it's a good business decision. It's focusing on where the money is. It is, but at the same time, I completely understand why they do it and I completely get it, but it gets to that point where you're just going to lose that that career mode community all together mm. and then you, that will eventually cause a loss of revenue because people will just stop buying it. 
then it's like the minor populace into it, as opposed to the majority of people who are ultimate team. I'm not saying you're wrong. If if they totally shut it down, but it's then would people still buy it just as a a game to put on with the mates or something like that? Because how many like gone? I wouldn't. Mm. If they if they got rid of it, I would say for sale. I would stop buying it because mm. I never play FIFA when I'm. The only time I ever play FIFA is when I play career mode or play with friends round. I yeah. don't do anything else on it. I don't touch all sort of team. Mm. If you went up and loaded my all sort of team up now at like you still get your starter pack that you get every year when you mm. first get the game. I haven't even mm. set it up. And this is a side point that's quite interesting. Is the lack of local multiplayer games nowadays? There is yeah. a severe lack of them. Um, like we, split screen. That yeah, that's what I mean. Like, look, like just you and a friend, like sat in the in, same room interesting playing. Interesting. You should say that Fortnite. Just and yes, I know everyone hates. No, I know no, Fortnite. no pe- people enjoy Fortnite. People Fortnite don't. Fortnite is a t- bit of a bit of a touchy subject, but they've just nah. introduced split screen. I believe. I don't know if it's local split screen, but they just introduced split screen. I can't. I haven't read into it. It'd have to be local, wouldn't it? <laughs> yes. Well, I don't know if it's like a co-op kind of thing. Oh, you mean? Eh, I don't know actually. Uh, that'd be good though. Like, if it's what people want, isn't it? Because yeah. I mean, we've had a running joke for nine years about form F one. Because the last, because we used to play in college or God, like high school or something like that, where the Formula One twenty eleven, I think, was the last local local multiplayer Formula One game. Yeah. And then afterwards they got rid of it and they've not had it since. And it's just, it seems it's a perfect game. Any sort of racing yeah. game is perfect for a local multiplayer. So it seems a very odd choice. And there is a severe lack of it nowadays. Uh, FIFA being the only one I can think of off the top of my head. Very strange one. Again, like, I suppose like you say, there's no, there's not. Mon- monetary advantage. Yeah. Like, they have, to, they have to put more programming in to do some sort of split screen. And they might as well just do that to online where... It's probably more beneficial, but it's yeah, it's a shame. I would say it, it is because off the top of my head, I can't think of any set for FIFA any two player mm. games I own. The only ones I can think of is like games made for that purpose, like Mario Party yeah. or Kart or like Nintendo stuff, where the purpose where and the yeah. Switch is really good for that one. To be honest, I've not got one myself, but I know mm. it obviously has the two controllers with the Switch itself, so yeah. it's made for that purpose. But it's a shame that. Like PS4, like Xbox, there's nothing mainstream or nothing that comes to mind immediately. Because even driving games, like someone know he's uh, he's got like Drive Club and Gran Turismo and such so like, and I think Gran Turismo I think's local. I don't think Drive Club is. I'm not sure if it is anymore. Uh, I think there's a couple of years old version, so the most recent one might not do. But it's yeah, it's a shame the lack of it. So going back onto. So going back onto the money stuff, like FIFA points, so microtransactions. So this has been, so microtransactions for people who don't know is within a game is where you can spend real money. So whether that's obviously wherever you are in dollars and pounds and whatever, you transfer or convert your bank account money into in-game currency. So in FIFA, it would be points or coins. Um, in any other game, you've probably seen like mobile games or seen the news where a child got hold of the kid of the parents' credit card and suddenly yeah. they got a thousand pound bill for some Fortnite equipment. Yeah, it's like V Bucks and Fortnite. So, so I think that's yeah, that's it. I think V Bucks. 
So that's what microtransactions are, and they're a really negative part of the industry at the moment, and they have been for quite a while. And I think it's... They're touching... I think in... I can't remember if it's in some states of America they're talking about legal action over them. Yeah, this is what I wanted. How true that is. This is what I wanted to start up with was because there is legal action coming off it, and that has started from Star Wars Battlefront Two. Yeah, um, that game has got such a negative, negative mm. opinions surrounding it because of how much it is a pay-to-win game. Yeah, so they pay-to-play. I think it's changed a lot now after the massive yeah. backlash. But when it first came out, huge amount of pay to win kind of thing as it's known as like microtransactions you pay for material so you can have a better time of it or have better equipment and battlefront 2 the star wars game took it to the next level basically you can pay for everything i think or yeah i think you've played it have you not but no i have personally i haven't but that was one of the reasons i was going to Mm. but then i heard such a negative opinion of it and i was like "Mm." No, I'm going to stay away from that because I don't want to buy again and then have to spend more money to work to be able to do, to enjoy it. Yeah, so so when Battlefront 2 came out, this massive uh, microtransaction came thing, and that's where all the legal actions start. That's where a legal case was presented to the US government saying this is a danger to uh, parents and kids, I think. I I don't know the ins and outs of the story, but that's where the legal action has started. But the issue... The problem with it now is, even though this has been a thing for a while, uh, Battlefront 2 was like the the straw that broke the camel's back, basically. But it has paved the way for many games now to just do the same thing. We spoke about it a couple of weeks ago, but uh, the Avengers game that's coming out this year, that's already getting negative press because they've already said there'll be microtransactions in it. Yeah. So it's like... (laughs) I don't know. It's it's one of those things that's I think here to stay. Unfortunately, it but, would seem that way. One of the main reasons I stay away from stay away from Ultimate Team. When you start, you you start off. It's with, a grind. Yeah, it's a grind, and no one don't mm. does that. Everyone just you tend to see tend to find people just get and loads and loads of points, and then they just buy packs and they eventually sell the good players and then buy the the one the yeah. one. I mean, these this currency is getting in game. They're for the purpose of like in FIFA speeding things up. I've not played Fortnite much myself, but it's Fortnite's it, cosmetics. I don't think Fortnite actually equipment. does. No, I don't think Fortnite does performance. It's just as a means to for aesthetic yeah. reasons, then or purely cosmetic on Fortnite. I personally, I don't mind cosmetics to some mm. degree. Yeah, it's when it actually affects. Your progression in a game where yeah. that's where I draw the line. Yeah, when it's giving you an advantage because that's why where yeah. the pay to win thing comes in, same way you are paying for better equipment than people who are unable to or would otherwise yeah. not want to spend money on a game yeah. when they've already spent 60 quid on it mm-hmm. to purchase the game in the first place. Because yeah. cosmetic cards, I don't, want, I don't mind if someone wants to pay an extra, I don't know, 10, 20 pounds yeah. or dollars, whatever to do buy a certain skin for a game and mm. whatever then that's their prerogative mm. it's, as long as it doesn't affect their performance then fine yeah and there's a big difference between this these microtransactions which is for the purpose of just it's easy spending mm. and expansions or dlcs which are actually extra da- game content yeah. their stories their extra content that they are giving 
play obviously in exchange for for paying for it yeah. but it's a different thing it's it they're getting something from the money not just a way to speed up it's actual yeah. extra content extra story extra potential equipment to know uh, I've played Horizon Zero Dawn and that, that has an expansion and that has different enemies it has different equipment it has a whole new area yeah. that's that's something if it's of interest to you that's potentially worthy of spending mm-hmm. but something like an extra uh, equipment gun or something like that is just a bad thing that I don't really like. Yeah, no, me neither. I, I, I would disagree with that, with pay, pay to win. Yeah, and I do think it's here to stay. I think it's a massive, because FIFA, yeah. like how much is FIFA 20 now? Oh. Or how much is it when it's new, like FIFA 21 when comes? When it's new, it's like 50, 55 pounds. So that's 50, 55 plus points, like which must yeah. outstrip Essentially, especially with like the popularity of well, we're going on to that now um, with YouTubers promoting. It. I don't know if it's as popular now. I don't think it is because I think a lot of them have grown up now and diverted. Um, you probably know more than there I. There is, there is. For example, I watch a YouTuber called Chani Sports, and he is ma- mainly he is a Korean YouTuber, and I I enjoy I enjoy his content. But he does have a second channel mm. which he uses to play Ultimate Team. And um, I watched one of his streams over the festive period where he was playing Ultimate Team and the amount of money he spent on packs was, I think it was in, I think it was something like a thousand pounds or a mm. thousand euros, I think, worth. But to him, that he said that was for business purposes because yeah. YouTube, is YouTube is his job, which, yeah. okay, if, that, if that's a sound investment for his... Mm. business then that's completely his choice and if it works if it works for him business wise mon- if it makes good monetary sense then yeah okay but I, th- I think because um, we're going to come on to the success that's come from um, YouTubers because of this game but it's also people try people like people not YouTubers who don't produce video who are not content creators they see them as like celebrities don't they yeah. they, they want to emulate them they yeah. want to have as good a team as them, they want to, like, they want to purchase yeah. packs. Going, oh, this is what so and so is doing on YouTube. Mm-hmm. So, and they obviously they get sponsors, like get twenty percent off your FIFA points for yeah. this X, Y, and Z. So, I think there is. I'm sure there has been occasions, many occasions, I imagine, of kids purchasing because of YouTubers. Mm-hmm. Don't know, is that? Do you want to go with that or? Yeah, I I would say younger, more impressionable. Do tend to go, oh, the YouTuber I watch is buying packs. I need to go get some, and you tend to find that, like for example, I went into a shop the other day, um, and I was looking at I was looking at buying a game for myself, and there was a kid in front of me in the queue with his dad buying FIFA, mm. and um, I heard the guy at the counter going, oh, he buying any FIFA points for that, and the turn turn around and heard the child go, oh, corn dad. Go on, go on, Dad. Everyone, everyone else buys them. Mm. And people, all these people buy. Them. All mates have got them. All mates, and it'll help me play Ultimate Team. And then, um, good old peer pressure. Yeah, it's just a bit of a continuous effect, really. Cause as soon as someone you know does it, for a younger, more impressionable mind, you think they, they tend to think that means I've got to do it as well. Yeah, I need this. I need to be. I need to be good at this, and in order to be good at all the team, I need to buy packs, which yeah. means spending money. Yeah. 
which yeah. is a bit it's a bit of a vicious circle um especially when promotions come around mm. like team of the year which came out recently fifa like, love 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 bring out these things called lightning rounds mm. and in these lightning rounds it's basically more chance of getting better players in packs Right, so Which, encouraging people to buy more packs yeah. in, in this limited window, I guess. Yeah. It's that actively encouraging people going, mm. saying, you will get more chance of getting these rare players. Mm. I mean, pa- more packs. I mean, it's been a while since I've done any sort of Ultimate Team, probably half a decade now, but what I remember is like, it's basically a lotto, isn't it, when you do these pack things, isn't it? Oh, yeah. It's... You, you buy you buy a pack and you get certain players and one of them's going to be decent or potentially one might be really good yeah or something um, like that and even if you buy some of even some of the special ones that you can buy there's no guarantee you'll get like i don't know like a rare or an inform yeah um because that, that's the thing they do they have this thing called informs it's essentially a team of the week and um whoever's performed well in real life gets one of these special cards every week which is rarer so to speak yeah people go oh i say say i don't know say if you play for your team you think oh I want you want that card. Mm. so i'm gonna go out and buy packs yeah to try and get that card money going down yeah this essentially means more money it's just mm. a good revenue stream for them i suppose yeah so we, fo- we focused on we've just come off like native aspects of like microtransactions and all that but there has been some huge positive effects that have come from stuff like this yeah. such as we've talked about youtubers who have done really well out of it a most notable group is a group called the sidemen which is a group of youtubers who predominantly started from fifa mm. uh, making ultimate team videos making real life football videos yeah. and they've managed to make a massive business out of it and massive success which i think is very impressive I was say, even even ksi himself used to i remember he, I remember when I was younger, I used to watch his videos. He had a series called Road to Division 1, which, mm-hmm. which was also yeah. a team. Because when I say predominantly, it's like that's where at least a basis was built, yeah. wasn't it? It's like, where it's, it, it was essentially a springboard for yeah. them for where they started off. And um, this this was done obviously through years it, of grind yeah. and video oh, production. Yeah. It, um, it, the, the success that they've got now... It's all is, through work. It, it, it is all work. It, it's all, it, it wasn't just instant... Yeah, it, it just just goes to show you if you want to find success on YouTube, mm. you are going to have to grind for it. Yeah, there is, there isn't just that instant success. Yeah. And it's been really interesting seeing the after effects of where they've gone. Like KSI, uh, we say he's just come off um, doing these two boxing fights, yeah. and this is like completely separate from where he started, isn't yeah. it? And this, I think, the internet side that's like the world we live in now like we we know like the internet we know like these youtubers are people who do this work and sort of time and i think that's getting informed to the masses now like yeah it's it's a new form um i know this might be taking it a bit too far or it might not but there is it's like a whole new form of celebrities oh definitely you say t i don't know let's say let's say well they've got their own name haven't they they're influencers yeah you say I don't know. Let's say I'm trying to think of a big one. You see, you, you, have, say, a, you, you see have a KSI walking yeah. down the street. If there was people like I don't know, a group of like, yeah, tw- let's say like fifteen to twenty year olds, mm. or even, pro- probably even younger than that, did all of them. I could probably guarantee at least ninety percent of them would know who he is. Yeah. However, if you walk past a group of Th- 30, 30, 40, late thirties, probably 
like 40, 50 year olds, they would not know. Yeah. And to those younger people, he is a celebrity. Yeah. But to those older people, he's probably just some unknown regular guy. Mm. But he just. That's what I don't like. It is the older generation that has the negative perception of people who, quotations, play games on the internet and somehow has successful. And they don't see, like me just doing this podcast, there's a lot of work going into like editing, into publicizing, into publishing, trying to make sure it's uh, content, uh, like it's going out every week and stuff where they've been doing like a video a day for four years in a row. It's just not seen as the norm to them, is it? I suppose. And there's a huge amount of work that they've done, but it's not seen by the old generation yeah. and i think it's getting more known about now because yeah, of these big events more and more accepted mm. like oh, i can't remember who it was one of the so well influencers if you want to, if that's the title we want to use or youtubers and mm. um, was on strictly come dancing in real oh joe sog yeah um and, and i remember my mum going who's that I don't know who that is, and mm. never heard of him. And I was like, "Oh, I know him. He's massive. He's yeah. quite a bit. He's relatively large on the mm. YouTube scene." Yeah. And he is, in all fairness. I'm not. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I'm not. I don't. Not a massive fan, but. Well, he, yeah, there's hundreds and thousands of yeah. popular people for different areas, isn't it? Because I know he's in, he does vlogging or yeah. something like that, or comedy sketches. I think. Yeah. Um. Um. And you just just goes to show it is reaching. Yeah. It is reaching out because people to go. I mean, these are the public ones as well because there'll be also many people, like bloggers, who will get sponsored, like a film reviewer who will get sponsored to go to a red carpet event because yeah. they want the company wants that that blogger's audience to hear about oh, the movie. Yeah. So this is all like big scale stuff, but there's also stuff on the side where people, like companies, are getting interested in this mm. influencer market because there's a lot of attention there. Yeah, it's because people are realising it's. it's becoming such and such yeah. a big market because celebrity i don't know if you if you have a different opinion but celebrities seem to people have an opinion of celebrities that they're like a bit out of reach and i feel like people who they've seen grow from a hundred subscribers to a thousand or on twitter yeah. or on instagram they seem to know these people and they're like oh i know um ksi because i saw him when he was doing these screaming videos in his bedroom with his brother yeah they, I want to use the word, word relatable mm. they, they, they do seem a bit more relatable than I don't know than your traditional actors or major ce- well yeah. I, I say again I say major celebrities like um, more tra- traditional mm. I'll, say, I'll say I'll use the word traditional celebrities yeah um, I would say I would agree with that I would say they do seem a bit more like you can relate to them mm. I mean this this industry as a whole, like it's producing so many opportunities for people outside the norm now. Like mm. just sticking with gaming, like there's obviously YouTubers who uh, like very successful, like people like PewDiePie. I know he doesn't do as much gaming now, but obviously he he's the biggest single channel. I know like uh, an Indian company called T Series is the biggest now, but um, there's tons of gaming YouTubers. <laughs> um, then there's streamers like Twitch. Yeah. YouTube does it itself now. Um, I know Ninja. Um, massive. That, that's another topic as well. The rise, the rise of Mixer. I've not read too much into it. The only thing I've seen is Shroud, who's another uh, streamer, and Ninja went to Mixer. Yeah, yeah my I only watched two streamers. I don't, I don't really watch streams except for the two people I like who 
originally started off as YouTube videos, mm. they both now stream exclusively on Mixer. Yep. Which it's just pure coincidence, but yeah. I quite like the platform. Mm. I prefer it to Twitch, personally. I'd What's the difference? There isn't much, really. I just mm. like... Because I know Twitch has the vast majority of streaming or stream viewers audience if yeah. that's the right way to say it uh people who watch streams the vast uh, yeah. ma- the vast majority of them watch twitch oh, as yeah, opposed to mixer it's still twitch is still single-handedly the biggest however i don't particularly agree with how it deals with some it's a bit touchy subjects so i don't, don't particularly agree how it's dealt with some incidents shall we say on it's on about the one with the cat yes <laughs> that was mind reading stuff right there i don't really agree how it deals with that so yeah, it's just us chatting. So it's it's the fact that there's been occasions in the past of biasness, like a predominant thing that came out last uh, at the end of last year was an incident with a, a, a female streamer and mistreating a cat, like thro- yeah. throwing her cat and spitting vodka into the cat's mouth and nothing happened really, as opposed to examples of male streamers was brought yeah. up where they did lesser instances but got suspended or banned yeah. so um, there's, there's been previous instances where twitch has been come under uh, yeah because of their their appeal to be equal equality but yeah. then being a bit biased to not uh, annoy certain certain people certain social groups yeah so that's that's most i know i've not read a huge amount no, into it i've seen it when it comes up into the twitter but I, Personally, I just like the way Mixer works. I, mm. like, I like the feel of it. Yeah. So, so streaming, that's, I think that's, it's not a new thing because it's been around for almost a decade yeah. now, but it's, I think it's become like mass populous in the last four or five years, I think. Yeah, I, w- I would say so. Um, but that's become a new, that's become a new, that's, like, a people, new, that's an even newer thing now, which mm. is a new tube, so, so to speak. And I've not tried it myself. I do want to try it at some point, but I think it's, also more accessible than YouTube because YouTube because it seems more direct with audiences. Yeah, as uh, it depends on the size of the stream, really. I suppose mm. like, everyone starts off zero, though, don't yeah. they? I suppose. If, I suppose if you had um, like one of the ones I watch, if he's a, he's a Chromed YouTuber, mm. that that's predominantly that's what he does. But when he streams, if his audience is at that level where he probably he's some quite a lot of time does respond to messages you put in his chat yeah but then when you go into his youtube videos if you left a comment he, he might read it he might not yeah but that's just the size of youtube video audiences compared to yeah. streamers streaming and, st- and youtube you got to deal with the algorithm as well oh, yeah. where certain things if you blow certain out there's a lot of things to be said about that uh, but again an- another interesting format that people can do what they love now into yeah. people who, oh, yeah. who enjoy gaming to the like people everyone i think enjoys some form of gaming but people who enjoy to the fact it's their passion yeah. and want to do something that they can put out and also earn a sort of living off it I yeah think it's, it, it's nice that it's out there mm. but you can pretty much play anything or mm. stream anything obviously within yeah that people are interested in because yeah. it's still supply and demand isn't it Mm-hmm. Um, and another one that we'll uh, finish off with is esports, which is an even newer thing than Twitch. Um, although yeah. esports, like esports, we're talking about it's... where competitive play for monetary prizes, because obviously there's been competitive play for ages, like since like Super Smash is like the original like Nintendo Smash Bros. That yeah. was 
tournaments for days, but now it's become popular to do in massive tournaments, massive prize funds. And especially, especially the Fortnite ones at Spring, well, that's mm. what Spring's trying to be. Um, in terms of FIFA, FIFA's the kind of the new kid on the block, I would say, so to speak, mm. in terms of esports. Yeah. It's not been around for that long. No. Um, but it is still quite a large it's still quite a large thing. Mm. I mean, um, I was looking at the earnings potential, yeah, so and it's twenty fifth in the ranks of in twenty eighteen at least. Yeah. Um, in twenty eighteen, the FIFA um, World E World Cup winner mm. won a quarter of a million dollars, which yeah. is a lot of still money, fair. Which is a lot of money for yeah. But for most FIFA, people, anyway. Yeah. For for, for FIFA, it's a lot of money. Mm. But there is a lot of money in, and a lot of money getting poured into the industry of esports. Mm, there is. Um, the most most common things about esports at the moment is MMOs, which is like Dota, World of Warcraft, yeah. and then there's uh, shooters. I've wrote shooters. So that's like CS:GO, um, and then a couple of others. Overwatch. That's another one. Overwatch Fortnite. Is quite a big, big mm. thing. Yep. Overwatch, Fortnite. And then fighting games as well, I think. So I think I think dra- a Dragon Ball games up there. There's Mortal Kombat. There's something else. But these are all getting more and more yeah. money put in to yeah. like for these tournaments. People are able to show their skill and be able to get paid for it. Mm. Obviously, it's a new industry, and I feel this with it getting more popular. It's because this is accessible by anyone. Like this, yeah. Oh, yeah. someone's got a game that you think, okay, uh, Overwatch, I'm pretty good at that. I'm going to practice like hell for it. And I think everyone can think that they can put hours mm-hmm. into it and they'll become good enough. Yeah. But it is accessible to everyone. So I think this is going to be one that is going to be the most competitive industry to become a competitive player oh, yeah. into. To get, it's a huge achievement to get if you get picked up by mm-hmm. a team like. In, ter- in terms of um, nin- Joe Ninja, he used to he used to play for he used to play Halo, Halo tournaments. Phase. No, he, I think he played for Team Liquid. He used to play for. He doesn't anymore. Mm. He, he he's doing his own thing. He's doing his own thing now. But again, just goes to show you what you can do. From mm. well, he he did really well because he was doing it a lot longer yeah. than people realise, because oh, yeah, he, he was doing a competitive Halo play for eight, for years. Because he did, he was doing streaming and doing like competitive play for about six or seven years, mm-hmm. and then it was Fortnite that then booted him off yeah, into so. like the stratosphere, because um, I think he gained like 10 million in a year or something like that, or in, it, like 3 million in a month. Something like that. Then um, you get Shroud who plays... I don't know. I, don't know. I think Shroud does quite a bit. I think he. he I think, I think, mainly. Yeah, but I think he's tried done a few. But all of them do it. All of them mix it up. Yeah, but well, like I mean, if you get if you get picked up by a team, that, that's it. You you're doing well for yourself. So, I've also seen negative aspects because it's the same as any sport that you have to put the hours in. Yeah. And with gaming, there's nothing stopping you really like football any sort of sport there's your leg twists your knackered your muscles are done mm-hmm. obviously you're using your hands but i mean what are, you, what are they going to do wear out like arthritis exactly <laughs> it's, it's you can imagine people like spending like kids nowadays i could imagine someone thinking i want to be in esports and they spend the entire time yeah. playing it, it does have its dangers hmm. i think there'll be people who 
we'll be able to do that and they'll be able to yeah. make a success. But it's going to be a hard decision with parents who, especially I think, like parents who are going to be parents yeah, in the next few especially, years. Especially, well, yeah, especially when, if you've got parents who are not, mm. like we said, with um, YouTube being classed, YouTubers mm. being classed as celebrities, mm. it's not the norm. It's I think not. it's also going to be difficult for people who, it's difficult either way, but it's difficult for people who also know the industry because it's like, are they going to be, like, you don't want to put someone down, but it's like, if they're going to put a year of their life, two years to focus on gaming, mm-hmm. what happens if it doesn't happen? Like, Because this is, like I say, it's accessible by anyone. It's a very cutthroat industry. Ultra as well. competitive. But there's, I think there's a lot of money getting poured into it. In 2018, I can't find 2019, it's about 160 million dollars worth of prize fund was available and that was two years ago now well a year and a bit ago now um more have gone in last year and more will go in this year yeah and even at the um the game awards this a few weeks ago there was sections for best esports player best esports team so i think it's getting a lot more attention a lot more money's getting put into it and i think i think eventually some form of league will develop there's obviously already leagues yeah. like professional leagues but I think it may develop to the same sort of things as like football there'll be a, a starter league there'll yeah. be a there'll be various ways to get up to the premier I, league I as well I could easily see that happening it's leagues based on skill level mm. with team based yeah you know, promotion relegation that kind of thing yeah I could see that very easily happening and I think it'll eventually I could easily see it being one of the big sports yeah. com- combating nationals like uh, traditional sports yeah it's I, I suppose especially with as more money gets pumped into it I can see that happening mm. I don't know how quick that it'll happen but as long as people throw more money into it I can mm. see it happening yeah so yeah is there anything else you want to say on that or no I think that's, that's it for that lovely uh, so that's everything for today um Follow us on social at Twitter, the underscore What's On Podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at the What's On Podcast. And thank you very much for listening.